one month without caffeine. Did I make it? How'd it go? Let's find out. Welcome to the show. Recently, I decided to try and give up caffeine for 30 days. So you might be asking yourself, why in the world would I do that? Well, I'll get to that in a moment. But first, let's talk about my history with caffeine personally. It all started back in high school, uh, actually even longer ago than that, because like every kid, I was a soda drinker. Every kid does it. Um, But the real story starts in high school. So in my city, oddly enough, swimming is a required physical education class. To my knowledge, I think this is the only county or even part of a county that requires this particular requirement for graduating high school. I think it's probably just an excuse for them to justify the purchase of the pool that happened back in like the 70s, but that's a whole nother rant. Like, you know, I'll do that another day. But at that time, uh, I was in a junior in high school and I was in what's called the Running Start program. So, this is a program that will allow you to take community college classes and get credit for high school and college for free. Cool. Bonus. You get credit for both of them and it's free. Why wouldn't you do it, right? But this caused a scheduling issue because I had to take the swimming class at the high school to, to graduate. And, but I also needed to attend college, cl- college classes on campus. And the campuses were about a half hour away from each other. So the only solution for this, unfortunately, was zero period swim. So zero period swim was a swim class that was at about 6 a.m. in the morning, maybe a little earlier, actually. But to my knowledge, to my, to, in, my, in my memory, it's at least at least 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, now, like I said, I was already a caffeine user at this point. Uh, Pepsi was my preferred poison uh, or sodas in general like that. Uh, but the idea of, of soda in the morning for that caffeine pickup, just ugh, gross. Um, but I was lucky at the time. My parents owned one of those little drive-up coffee stands that you see dotted all over the Pacific Northwest. Um, and this was before Starbucks really moved into to most areas. I mean, I think we had one, but it wasn't like everybody went there. Everybody kind of went to these little little coffee drive-up coffee stands. So what I would do is on my way to swim class is I would drop by the coffee stand and drop off any supplies that my parents needed for the day. You know, like the different flavors and coffee beans and milk or whatever. And in return, my mom would have a big cup of mocha ready for me. And I would drink that on the way to my zero period swim class at like six in the morning. The mocha eventually became a latte. The latte eventually became non-fat latte. And then it became just straight up black coffee. Later, when I was in college, like a real, like actual university college, the late nights of studying meant, hey, even more coffee, coffee at 10 o'clock at night, coffee at one in the morning, whatever it took to cram for, for exams. And then, you know, once you're out of college, you have a career and then coffee is just an everyday thing. You drink it before you go to work so you can get through the work day. Just like everybody else. Everybody, you know, almost everybody does it. So recently, I was trying to improve my sleep and one of the recommendations in Dr. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, was to eliminate caffeine. Also, caffeine is it does some strange things to dopamine regulation and I, I figured that maybe 
abusing or or using something that is changing your brain dopamine in any way for so long, maybe that's not a good idea. So between those two lines of thought, I was like, well, maybe a detox is is a good idea to set a new baseline and kind of see what is my real reaction to caffeine. Also, just as a point of of challenge to myself, it's like, could I actually resist caffeine for 30 days? I've been drinking it since high school or even longer, actually, because of the soda in childhood. So, you know, we're talking decades of of drinking caffeine every day. Could I not do that for 30 days as a personal challenge? I figured this is going to be rough um, because I am not after just the caffeine fix when it comes to coffee. For me, I personally love the smell of coffee, the taste, the ritual of brewing your coffee, you know, doing a nice pour over coffee and like, you know, the whole like, you know, Folgers commercial, you know, bring it up to your face and smell it kind of thing. Like I I I actually really do enjoy coffee, the different smells of the different roasts and and stuff like that. I think it comes with probably being not just a coffee drinker, but a coffee drinker in the Pacific Northwest, which is kind of like the hub of, you know, Starbucks and Seattle's best coffee and all these other like ro- ro- what they call them roasteries, the like, coffee roasting companies and stuff. There's just so much variety that you can really become like a connoisseur of of coffee and caffeine. I, I I personally really loved that ritual, so I thought that it was going to be really difficult to to give this up. So how did it go? Well, for the first week, I drank nothing that could even have a trace of caffeine. No coffee, no tea, just water. Lots of water. I was a bit worried I would get that coffee withdrawal headache that some people get after like two or three days. You know, the one where you're just like, oh, I just, you know, it's like right here on the side by the temples, you know. And that's usually, I believe... Uh, um, a symptom of withdrawing from coffee because it takes like 14 hours for coffee to start leaving your system. Like the half life is 14 hours. So then, you know, about two or three days, I feel is like if it's a 14 hour half life of coffee, that then it's probably going to leave your system completely or start to leave your system completely in about that three day range, which I think is why people get those those coffee withdrawal headaches. Thankfully, I was lucky enough. That I had no withdrawal headaches. Thankful for that. For that, but this was probably equal parts luck and the fact that I was drinking an absolute ton of water. I always drink a lot of water, but I think I upped it quite a bit while I was doing this because I was trying to avoid the headache that might come with it. After about five days without caffeine, I felt great. I was much more alert during the day. I had no afternoon like post lunch energy crash, which was a really common thing when I was drinking caffeine. My energy has actually increased and it's more consistent throughout the day. My sleep, my sleep is so much better. I fall asleep e- earlier uh, and f- and I fall asleep faster, like a lot faster. I wake up much earlier on my own uh, without the alarm clock or anything like that. In my own personal, you know, internal alarm clock just has me up early in the morning now. And I jump right out of bed without feeling like I need to have that like fix of caffeine in the morning, that first cup of coffee. I, I just jump up, I have the energy, and I'm like ready to go. I've actually replaced what used to be my wake up and have coffee time with an early morning workout. And I'll actually go for like a 30-minute run before the sun's even come up. I have enough energy to get through that and still feel great for the rest of the day. So it's been a significant 
difference and the quality of the sleep. I dream better. Like I dream dream more often and more vividly, more um, consistent, like deep sleep. So it's been it's been really fascinating to see the especially with the sleep how much um, the caffeine has fixed it because like I said before I was the type of the person that was like hey I could drink this coffee right before I go to bed and fall right asleep well, that might be true but if I did that I don't remember having like deep vivid dreams or anything like that or ha- waking up feeling restful you know like I had gotten a really good really good night's sleep or anything like that. I could fall asleep, but it wasn't great sleep. Now I'm falling asleep and it feels like great sleep. After about two weeks into this experiment, um, I started missing not the caffeine in the coffee, but the ritual. And I knew that was going to be the hardest part. I, I always suspected that that was going to be the thing that was the most difficult part. So I decided to reintroduce decaf coffee. Now, I know what some of you are probably saying doesn't decaf have a bit of caffeine in it? Technically, yes. About 2 milligrams per 8 ounces. That's in comparison to 95 milligrams in a standard 8-ounce cup of coffee. But to put that in comparison to some other things that have caffeine that people wouldn't even think about, a ounce of chocolate has somewhere between 12 and 34 milligrams of caffeine, depending on whether it's a milk chocolate or dark chocolate. Uh, white, cho- white chocolate has no caffeine in it, but milk and dark chocolate do have somewhere between 12 and 34 milligrams of caffeine in them per ounce of chocolate. And that's a small amount of chocolate. One ounce is nothing. In comparison, the decaf coffee for eight ounces has two milligrams. As far as I'm concerned, that two milligrams, even if I have like two cups of it, is going to be negligible. It's e- it's still even less than an ounce of chocolate. So to me, that's basically uncaffeinated. But reintroducing that let me have that ritual of of the coffee experience that i enjoyed during breakfast or like you know on a on a a weekend you know lazy weekend you know morning or something like that i still get to keep that like coffee ritual where i get to like smell it and you know like taste it and kind of like bring the cup up to my face and you know smell it you know kind of thing just the whole experience but i am not ingesting the caffeine and so i get to keep both both benefits of the no caffeine, the the better, you know, without caffeine, I had the better sleep, more energy throughout the day, more consistent energy, my workouts are better. But I, with the decaf coffee, I still get all that, but I also get to still have the coffee ritual that I enjoyed. So will I keep doing this? Um, I think so. Honestly, the benefits have, that I've been experiencing um, that I talked about before, the better sleep, Increased energy, alertness, better workouts, no mid-afternoon crash. They've just really caught me off guard on how much better uh, I feel um, without the caffeine. I think, and, and since I get to, since I get to still experience the ritual of the decaf, and I had the best of, of both worlds at this point, I think I'm going to keep doing this. Probably for I'll probably do it up to like a ninety day challenge. I've already done thirty days, so let's try another sixty days and and kind of see how I feel about it. Then I, my suspicion is that the benefits will just continue to get better. Um, but I, I, I'm I'm really curious to see what happens. I would highly recommend doing this to anyone that is a habitual caffeine drinker. It's not going to be easy, but just as a personal challenge to yourself. Just do like a 30-day detox from from caffeine. No soda, 
no tea, no coffee, and just see what you really feel like when you're not using a stimulant on a daily basis. Because coffee is one of the most used drug st- stimulant drugs in the world. And most of us are doing it every single day of our lives. We don't even know what our baseline is. Like like I said before, I used to be like, it doesn't have an effect on me because I can drink this and go right to bed, right? But it was actually having an effect on my energy levels in the mid-afternoons. I just thought that was like, oh, I'm tired because work is exhausting or whatever. No, it's probably because the caffeine was starting to crash, you know, and the 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 quality of sleep has improved dramatically. And like, I had no idea that my baseline without caffeine would feel this good because I just didn't have a reference. I've been like most people, I've been ingesting caffeine since I was a child. The reason you might be tired all the time might actually be the caffeine and the fact that you're on daily daily basis withdrawing from it until your next hit in the next day. If you just were to detox from it for 30 days, you might actually discover that you have way more energy after detoxing from it for those 30 days. And you might have better sleep. You might you know, have more consistent energy. That's been a really nice thing that, I, that I've noticed. But just as a personal challenge to yourself, if you really want to you know, challenge yourself and, and kind of see what, what you can do without relying on a stimulant on a daily basis, like caffeine, you maybe you should just detox for for 30 days and log how you feel. At the end of those 30 days, if you don't feel like it was worth it, then you can go back to drinking it. And you might even notice if you go back to drinking it, oh, now I really feel the kick from it because you've you've reset your baseline. Challenge yourself and try it for 30 days. And you might discover some really interesting things about your relationship with with caffeine and, and how it really affects you. If you guys like this video, please like and subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so I can keep bringing you more videos like this, more challenges, more challenges, more content about bettering your life, um, and you know, uh, adding to this human betterment project to make myself and you a better person. So I will see you guys in the next video. Bye.